Ericsson. Ali! There was an air of inevitability about that. Hello and welcome to There's Only One Spurs podcast. This is a new podcast made by Tottenham fans for Tottenham fans. Uh, I'm Ollie. I own Tottenham.fan page on Instagram. Uh, it's probably where most of you will be listening from. And this is a new podcast, as I say. We're going to be doing it weekly, hopefully. Um, we're going to be reviewing games, previewing games, talking about transfers, everything there is Spurs, really. Uh, so this week's episode, we have two Spurs fans and one non-Spurs fan. A bit of a well-rounded view. We have Tom and Matt, who are the Spurs fans. Hello, guys. Hello. And we've also got Louis, who is a Nottingham Forest fan. Hello. Hello. Hi. So um, first thing I'd like to talk about is the Newcastle game. Matt, we beat Newcastle 2-0, newly promoted. Uh, what were your thoughts? We did. I thought the first half was very weak from us. Yeah. I was watching it, and I don't normally watch Spurs games. I'll like, watch the highlights. And what I found is the first 15 minutes, they were just coming at us. And we just, we just were trying to find ways to get the ball away. And yeah. I, that wasn't like the Spurs that I saw last season because we were like the one that everyone was fearing going forward. Like we had the best offensive record. We had Kane, Ali, Son just banging in goals. And then Newcastle came forward almost looking more like we did than ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Spurs always seem to start off slow and I was very worried about this game. I did not think we were going to get a win. Yeah, we, we have a week August like all the always. time. Especially, um, so, I saw a fact, uh, Spurs have started, for the last eight seasons, Spurs have played away on the first game of the season, and Harry Kane's yeah. scored a goal in August, you know, it's just, always seems to be a hard start for Spurs. But what I will say is, second half was a lot better, Yeah. Uh, Kyle Walker-Peters, I'd never heard of him before, I saw the lineup and thought, oh god, they're going to be coming out of stand the left flank, like, that's an easy threat. Yeah. But then, he actually played so well. Yeah, man of the like, performance. Yeah. There's been rumours of us like needing to fill that spot. But with how good Trippier is and having him as a backup, I don't know if it'll be necessary. Yeah, it's always good to add, add depth, but I think he deserves to play after a performance like that. Well, especially when uh, Potticino said like a week before that he didn't think Kyle Walker-Peters was ready for the Premier League. Then he starts him and he gets man of the match. It's, uh... Yeah, because for a youngster, your first game... Is normally the one where you you don't want to mess up, yeah. And like you're very cautious, but he had a lot of space to run into. He was crossing balls in. I thought he, I thought he did really well. Yeah, I was very very pleased performance. Louis, um, you're not a Spurs fan. What do you think of uh, the result and what do you think of the game? I did see a major improvement in Tottenham's uh, attack. Uh, mainly Deli Ali. He was a complete nuisance to this. Uh, the whole of the uh, Newcastle side. One major incident, obviously, was the uh, John Joe Shelby stamp thing. Yeah, the red card. Uh, which was abs- absolutely disgusting, wasn't it, really? But it was. I don't think anyone... You know. Any, um, no, one, no one disagrees. It was a red card, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, overall, Spurs were really good. Like, obviously, I didn't watch the whole game. It was just on Match of the Day, so it was only key highlights. But yeah. from what I saw, Tottenham were really good that game. Yeah. The first half, I think it was the red card, really. The, the red card really did help. It made us a lot more confident. Made it mm-hmm. yeah. he, got sent, he got sent off against Forrest as well last season. Did he? Yeah, he stamped uh, Henry Lansbury. Yeah, I don't... God, he needs to cool his head. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he's... Um, I don't think he's the nicest guy ever. And especially as a captain, like you just don't expect someone to do that. 
No, because as a captain, you're meant to keep a cool head. You've got to lead the team, and that's not leading by example, kind of stamping on people's ankles. You need to be... You need to set the example. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Credit to Deli Ali. I think without Deli Ali winding him up and and pissing him off, I don't think uh, Shelby would have been sent off, so... Kane wasn't as good that game, I don't think. No, he, no, was, he was He was quite quiet, I think. Yeah, I, I heard something that he hasn't scored in August. No. Ever. No. Never scored in August. He had two chances. Um, one was what? he put straight the keeper, one he hit the post. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that put it straight at the keeper shot. I, it should have been in. He His back was turned to the goalkeeper, so you've got to kind of let him off for that. But yeah. at the same time... How clinical he was last season, that would have been a goal if it was like against Leicester at the end of the season. Yeah. Mm. I think we're just trying to get back into the, into like how we were last season. And I think with the competition getting stronger, we're probably going to struggle. Yeah, well, there is, um, as we'll talk about later on, there are some transfers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Spurs haven't signed anyone yet, have they? Not yet. Anyway, yeah, I thought the Newcastle result was overall. I think we did well to get the three points, considering how the game started. Yeah, so but felt. by the end of it, like we we got we got into the swing of it. Like I think by about the seventy fifth minute, the game was ours, and we were just passing it around calmly at the back without any worries. So that was good. Yeah, man of match performance from uh, Carl Walker Peters. Eriksson was sublime again. Um, I think he assisted both goals. Um, fantastic. We really need him to perform well this yeah. season if we want to do well. Um, but now, looking ahead to Chelsea, it's our next game. It's the first game we're going to be playing this season at Wembley. Uh, Tom, what are your thoughts? It's going to be a tough game, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game, I think. Obviously, first game at Wembley. Um, last time we played, last game we played at Wembley was Chelsea 4 2. Um, competitive match. Two red cards last game, so we can decide we're playing. And uh, Hazard yeah. is out injured, I'm pretty sure. I don't think we need we need necessarily an injured side to be able to beat them. But at the same time, it helps. if they ever get back to how they were playing last season, yeah. like yeah. we were we were a constant battle with them, with them just ahead. And like I watched the FA Cup semi final and I thought overall we were the better team. Oh yeah. But they yeah. were just clinical. Yeah. And I so I find that's so frustrating with Chelsea because they seem to they seem to sit back with their three at the back three up front formation and just busy us in the midfield so whenever we got the ball to Ali or Ericsson they couldn't really they didn't have time to do anything with it because they had either Moses or Alonso stopping anything down the left or right hand side three players in the middle to stop anything yeah they just get But I do think this is a good time to play Chelsea. Obviously, they lost two players last game and they lost three yeah, yeah. to Burnley at home, which was a big I think shock. that's a shocker. Yeah. yeah. If anything, I think that's going to make them play better yeah, well, this weekend. Everyone's saying how they've already thrown away the title after one weekend, you know. No. Oh, come on. Uh, that's, no. that's ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> Every, what I, I will say is like completely unrelated, no, but Man United... Man United are the best I've seen them. So when we play them, I reckon that's going to be our biggest test this season. Yeah. Yeah. But again, everyone, you know, I think David Moyes won his first game in charge of United just because they've won one game doesn't, you know, you can't tell anything. After one yeah, game. yeah. You know, there's, how many games are there? There's, it's like 40 weeks. No, but if you look at their side now, they've got, 
but they've got so many good players now. Yeah, United are definitely bound to start. Yeah, of course, they're the second richest club in the world. If they so. don't challenge for the title, their season's been a failure. Do you think? With the money they've spent and the players they have at their disposal, anything less than third place is an absolute failure. But I think this is about Chelsea, City and United. That with the money they spend and the teams they craft, winning, winning the titles is the only goal they should have. And anything less than that, they've failed. Yeah, especially when you see Spurs, yeah. you know. We're, uh, compared to the other top six teams, we're pretty poor. Yeah. Um, we don't have that money. We don't have big, mm. you know, uh, who are, have the Etihad uh, sponsors, Emirates sponsors, lots of money from the Middle East, and they're finishing second, they're pushing Yeah, we don't have billionaire owners in the city. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. So, I did see a stat, though, saying that, like, the transfer fees for our players in our best 11 is something like 88 million we've spent to get that 11. Yeah. And... Pogba alone is worth more than that. Exactly. And with his performances last season, that is just stupid. Well, the, trans- the transfer window this window... It was one shocking, one wasn't it? Exactly. The the opposition are definitely improving around us, which is quite quite scary. So before we move on, uh, Chelsea game, what are your score predictions? I will go uh, through one by one. Louis, what score do you predict? Tottenham-Chelsea at Wembley. What score? Um, considering that they haven't got Fabregas, or their captain Cahill. I reckon Tottenham might have the slight, slight advantage over them. Oh yeah. Uh, but I reckon they're definitely. You, you guys are definitely going to overestimate yourselves. So I'm going to go with a two-one Chelsea. Oh. Oh. Can't yeah. the side early. <laughs> uh, Tom, what do you think? It's going to be a hard-fought game, but I would say that we're going to win this three-two. 3-2 just like Ooh, lots of goals yeah. I'm going yeah. for a lot less boring I'm afraid but I think it will be mainly midfield dominated game considering how many players will be compact in that midfield it'll be about 9 in yeah. total Yeah. I don't think there'll be much going on but I reckon we'll nick it 1-0 I, I'm thinking I'm thinking a 2-1 game I'm thinking Morata's going to score um no, and then we'll bring I it back. Definitely think, yeah. I don't think so. Morata's so overrated. I, I don't think he's... He's one of those players like Pogba, I think, who aren't made for the Premier League. He got a goal and an assist, it, though, in his uh, Premier League debut. So yeah, but it, it's Burnley, wasn't it? So, yeah. you know, it's, it's not like a big side. They still lost. <laughs> yeah, they did lose. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. lost. <laughs> but, but yeah, the, it, players like Morata and Pogba just aren't made for the Premier League. They're just so overrated and just yeah. the money spent on them is just insane. I do rate Morata because I remember watching him in the Euros and I think he was top scorer in the Euros for Spain and they went out group stages. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they had a very great tournament, but he still scored many goals. Yeah. And I, I think, but the only thing I think is with how, as much as I hate him, with how good Diego Costa is, for them to be a direct swap, almost, with him leaving the club and Morata coming in, I think Chelsea have got the short end of the stick there. Yeah, Because he, he winds up the defenders, for one, and he's just a goal machine. Yeah. I definitely prefer to have he Costa. Does, yeah. And also, still at the club. With Costa, there's no... They're gonna have, there's going to have to be a phase where Morata like, beds in and learns the Premier League. With Costa, day one, you can just get goals. 
Yeah. Obviously, Morata scored in his debut, but I, th- I think he'll still yeah. take a little while of learning the Premier League. Once he does, I reckon he's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. So, now we're done talking about uh, Chelsea's signings, let's talk about some Spurs signings, or the lack of them. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Today, I'd say that we're most heavily linked <laughs> with uh, uh, Sanchez, uh, the defender from Ajax. Matt, yep. what are your thoughts on this signing, or possibly signing, hopefully? Well... I don't have much knowledge on the player. <laughs> no. <laughs> All I do know is he he was a constant first choice at Ajax, yep. which is one of the biggest Eredivisie clubs. I don't know how well he'll adjust to playing in the Prem, but I think it's worth us trying to buy someone because I've always thought <laughs> a backup, backup centre-back is needed. Yeah. And I think it's unfair to play Dyer out of position. And I don't rate Vimmer. I think he's irrational. Yeah. And he'll mess up, lose the ball, and then take someone down. So I think we should get him. However, I think 35 million is too much. Well, uh, apparently Ajax are asking for 46 million euros, which is a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, especially I... he's 21. He's six foot two. He's Colombian. He plays centre back. I think he would be perfect for Spurs. Really, I think. He'd replace Dyer in the team. He'd be three at the back with the Tongan and Alderweireld. I um, don't know if we need to replace Dyer because he's such a good player. In defence, I think definitely. Do you not think if if we do that? I do, but then at the same time you've got Wanyama and Dembele to choose from, who I definitely put above Dyer. But it's good yeah. to so, have um, people challenging for the midfield role, you know. Yeah. I def- we definitely need depth if we want to challenge in the Champions League and that's what Poch is not doing at the moment and that's what which I question like, a signing like Sanchez would bring depth because we'd be able to have Dyer as our uh, support player and also if you look at the previous players we bought from Ajax we've got Eriksen from Ajax we've got Van der Vaart from Ajax obviously they didn't come from Ajax but that's where they originally played uh, Eriksen, Van der Vaart, Alderweireld, Vertonghen they all played at Ajax and they're all pretty good for us Yeah. So I'm they all are very good players the um, only score I have from the Eredivisie is uh, <laughs> Janssen. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> but but um, maybe he maybe Ajax, he though. he needs to gel in to the squad a bit more. But I I, I always find that he him and Sissoko have a very similar thing of not wanting to have the ball. It's just such a lack of confidence, isn't it? Yeah, they're almost scared to do something wrong that they won't try and do something right. Yeah, and that's all. We, Soldado, uh, you know, we used to have him, and he tried so hard. He wasn't, he didn't really fit in. He didn't do very well at Spurs, but he tried. So you knew he was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we don't know if they tried harder, if they would actually be good enough. But personally, I think we need to improve on both those positions yeah. and get those yeah, two players we, out. If we look two seasons back, um, we saw that Janssen got thirty. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Thirty plus goals. Playing for AZ, and um, so we know he can score goals. Yeah. So he was amazing you, in the Dutch league. You've yeah. got to question the leagues sometimes, though. I know it's yeah. hard to say, but the Premier that's, League, that's in my opinion, in Maratta, is like, the they, hardest league in the world. But, but then I, I question myself with that logic whenever I see English teams playing the Champions League and they just get turned over. I think the thing yeah, with the Premier League is it's just competitive. Like, no matter yeah. who you're playing, if you're playing Burnley or if you're playing Man City, you're going to have a hard game. In pretty much every other league yes, in, the, yeah. in the in the world, 
there'll be teams where you just know you'll beat them and it'll be an easy three points. It's a two or three horse race in almost every other league. Yeah. And there's literally, this summer, I'd say there's seven teams that could win the Premier League and it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, without a doubt. And then there's, you've got to think of the Leicester wonder story that yeah. any of the teams below that could Oh, get. yeah. So it's on, it's, there's yeah. every chance that every single team in the league could win. And that's what I like, because it's exciting. It's a lot more physical as well. Like the Spanish league is yeah, yeah. slower, tactical. You, don't, you have quite a lot of time on the ball, I think. And in the Premier League, there's just no time. Like when I was yeah. watching Spurs Newcastle, even playing against Newcastle, Spurs just had no time on the ball. They'd just be pressed mm. from the first minute. I saw the Newcastle players just rushing and closing us down so quickly. And that was that was brilliant, in my opinion. I thought, wow, they, they're looking really strong. But yeah. I think their their centre mid Lascelles, I think, is another player. Yeah, uh, he's he's a very big player. He went in on a tackle on Harry Kane, I think it was, and it was a very rough tackle. But yeah, then yeah. It it turned out a good tackle. So maybe the aggression could be used as a good way to get victories. But I think. Shelby took it way too far. Yeah, in my opinion. Deli Ali said after the game that um, you know the boys knew that they were trying to get them into a uh, Newcastle were trying to force Spurs into like a physical battle, and Spurs just had to stay calm and carry on playing football and not get yeah. them, you know not start get, giving away silly yellow cards and stuff. Um, but another transfer that we're linked with is uh, Ross Barkley from Everton. Uh, personally, I think he'd be I think he'd be fantastic. Um, I think Pochettino can really develop him as a player as he's done. With you know all the players, you know uh, as he's done with Rose, as he's done with Walker, as he's done with Vertonghen. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only problem is he's going to be expensive, and he's also I think it's six weeks out. He's just suffered an injury. Yeah, yeah, very injury prone, isn't he? Yeah. I think. Uh, uh, okay, so I'll let someone else go first, actually, because <laughs> Louis, what, what I'm very yours? opinionated on it. <laughs> as an outsider, do you think Ross Barkley would be good for Spurs? I personally. I don't think he would be because I think he was demanding like something around 150k a week or something like that. Yeah, which is obviously too much for a player. Uh, Ross Barkley yeah. is well suited to Everton uh, due to their play style. I think I think they're more expressive than no, actually they're not. But I, th- I think Tottenham have already got the players they need. They don't need Ross Barkley. He'd be more of a backup. Like, obviously, well, after the first couple of games, he's going to be playing first team. But after that, the attention is going to go away, and he's not going to, you know, he's not going to get fit in the team anymore. Yeah. But I just think it, I, that's why I think like he'll just get loaned out or something. But I just don't think he'll be a good fit in in the Spurs shirt, you know. But the thing that the thing is that Spurs only need backup players at this point. You know, they've got probably yeah. the strongest yeah. starting eleven in the in the in the league. I'd say. But Tottenham have. Probably got one of the best uh, youth academies. Yeah, but we've in, got in England. But like, like obviously, as you were saying, the player you were mentioning, Carl Walker Peters earlier, he's come through. I think he's come through the Tottenham academy, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah, exactly. So they're producing world-class players like Harry Kane. You know, so it's just I, I don't know. I, I reckon they could use the uh, their academy to their advantage to fill up the bench. Well, someone we could you know, it's, use. It's, Instead of Barkley is uh, Marcus Edwards, who uh, uh, he won the under-19 uh, Euros, I think he won this summer. Um, he's meant to be very promising. He looks fantastic. I saw him in uh, one game. Yeah. 
he played I think he played against Gillingham in the League Cup last year and he played very well uh, plays the same role as Bark yeah. very creative He's we've got him at the academy right now but do you think it's worth trusting uh, you know someone a 20 year old 18 year old 17 year old instead of Ross Barkley he's proven it for England yeah. uh, you could say the same for Andrus Townsend who just failed miserably at Tottenham just because yeah. he's appeared for England a couple of times doesn't make him a world class player Yeah. I just think I think that you just, Spurs just need to branch out into their academies or just like yeah. just like, like I'm not trying to boast or anything but just like Forrest we've branched out to our academy a lot and we've sold one of our players for 13 million Oliver Burke he went yeah. to Leipzig for 13 million so he, ba- he barely scored any for us but it was, it was a good deal to be fair yeah I think we should have some faith in our um, youth academy but we need to mix that in with um, some older more experienced players um, yeah. that will sort of have a bigger influence on the team and because the older players have um, Premier League experience they know how to sort of play in the Premier League exactly and mm. I do I genuinely think that Ross Barkley would be a good signing the only thing that is yeah. going to be uh, difficult about it is going to be the wage prices and the transfer fee yeah yeah that's what like academy players aren't taking you know 100k 150k a week no they're taking you know they're, they're barely making double figures aren't they like in yeah. thousands but it's just that, that's why I support the reason as to why to use the uh, academy players yeah uh, Matt what are your thoughts on uh, the possible signing Ross Barkley <laughs> see I won't I won't be too harsh about it but I think I think it would be a waste of money frankly because I rate Ross Barkley as a player I think his mentality is wrong he's far too aggressive in the game which I don't think is someone uh, something that we've adopted at our club no. to have a yeah. very. I think sometimes we see Deli Ali get frustrated and lash out, and I I discourage that because all it's going to do is lead to yellow or a red card. Yeah, as we saw. But at the problem I see is a uh, Barkley being a centre attacking mid. I feel last season that was our strongest position for players. We were playing Kane up front with Son. Ali and Ericsson as all strong, very suited to that position players, and we were getting wins left, right, and centre. Yeah. Now, yeah. considering how much they want and how much he wants to be paid, if we're bringing him in to be a backup player, I think that's ridiculous because yeah, he's going to cost wins. more than all of those players combined, and I don't think he's as good as I, any of them. That is a good I point. think they can all do a better performance on the pitch, whereas. Yeah, I, I would not want us to buy Barkley without any other intention than putting him on the bench. But to spend that much and then put him on the bench is also something that I wouldn't like. So I think the whole decision of signing him would be wrong. Yeah, I can understand that completely. It's just the only thing is this summer has been insane for transfers. You know, Neymar's going yeah, to yeah. a million. I think nowadays, you, you just if you want someone, you have to pay more than than 30 million at least I'd say yeah yeah. if you look at a game um, let's say the Chelsea 4-2 uh, winning the FA Cup semi-final you know we're drawing 2 all with Chelsea at at Wembley and who have you got to bring on off the bench you've got Nkudu someone who's never been proven in England you've got Sissoko someone who looks to be a flop or you could bring on Ross Barkley proven scored goals for Everton played for England 
I just think he'd be a better. It was also I, I think price. I think we can pers- personally get someone better for cheaper that would be more interested in a role of coming off the bench. So I was I was looking worth... at I was looking at a player in the German league called Max Meyer that we were linked to oh, yeah. ages ago from Schalke. Yeah. I thought he'd be he'd be perfect for the role because I think I heard rumors of we inquired and they said about 20 million and I think that that's a suitable price to pay for someone who's just going to be on the bench if anyone else yeah. in that position is fit. But what I do think is we need to get very well proven players in weakened positions. So the strong the strong players like Harry Kane can rest when a Champions League group stage game is on. So he's ready for a weekend game in the yeah. Prem. Because I reckon that is our yeah. that is our main focus, the Prem. Yeah. But I also would like to see us like challenge in the Champions League because exactly. it was shambolic last year. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> it's <remind> terrible. <laughs> Talking about the Champions League and uh, looking forward to the next season. Let's look at our season predictions. Um, so I'm going to ask you one by one. Uh, who do you think Spurs' most valuable player will be this season and why? Matt, who do you think will be Spurs' most valuable player this season and why? Uh, Christian Eriksen. Yes, good choice. I was going to say him. I think he has been last year as well. Since January, With I'd say he's been fantastic. Not only... Not as much popping up and getting goals, which he also has been doing, but the key assists and passes he plays... If you look back on almost any goal, he'll have a direct link to that goal. Yeah, 100%. I was watching a, a, a compilation of all the goals last season. It was something like 117. And he, he either provided a pass or an assist in every single goal. Yeah. And without him and that like pinpoint passing, I don't think we'd challenge even. That's... I think he's yeah. so crucial to our squad. And that's the thing, people outside, you know, people who don't support Spurs, I don't think the media give him enough uh, attention no. for what he does. You think Ali, Kane, because they're the, they're the ones on the end of the passes. And I'm not, obviously I'm not knocking them because like, they have to finish it. And that's brilliant as well. But I think, I, I always watch Ericsson when Spurs are passed it around to see what he's doing. Yeah. And I find... If nothing's going on in the attack and they're just passing it around the back, he'll drop back into sort of a CDM role, and from that point he'll he'll move forward and pick a pass. Yeah, and that's how we score goals. He's just so creative and he he brings so much to the team. I think he's really yeah. underrated at Spurs. He is our playmaker, and that's that's an understatement yeah. because he he is involved in everything that we were successful with last season. Exactly, Tom. Who do you think Spurs? Uh, most valuable player will be this season? In my opinion, Moussa Dembele. Oh yeah, a fantastic He's team. mainly the catalyst that gets everything Yeah, everything. He gets everything going in the, uh, the team. Shout. He makes tackles. It's my second he option. <laughs> he makes key passes. He's, um, he's just so hard to get the ball off of. They, we're, you know, yeah, we're passing can... out from the back. Aldevaro passes it to Dembele. Yeah. You just know that he's going to push and he's just going to go all the way up the pitch and just pass to someone like Eriksen, like Ali. And we'll just score score a goal from it, you know. He just makes yeah, that, yeah. he makes the transition from defence to attack, and it just looks so simple as he just runs up the pitch. It's fantastic. If you don't mind me adding it, what I will say is, yeah, just a question: Who do you value more, Vertonghen or Alderweireld? I'd say last season, uh, Vertonghen. I think he was, I think he's fantastic. I'd agree. I think Alderweireld is a lot highly rated than Vertonghen. However, I think Vertonghen. Does a lot more 
tracking back and last-ditch tackles. Yeah. Not to knock Toby, because he's obviously amazing. Yeah. And for the price we bought him for, he's probably one of our best signings to date. Yeah. But I think Vertonghen doesn't get the credit he deserves yeah. in the defence, because I think the defensive record is so key around those two players that he, he almost has such a responsibility to live up to the quality that Advirod is. And I think he does it, if not more. Yeah. What would you say, Louis, from like an outsider's point of view? Um, I'd probably say Deli Alley. Just because I think currently he's in his prime. Uh, on the weekend, I think he was very lucky not to come off with an injury, uh, considering the tackles that were thrown at him. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, that Matt Ritchie one. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that that one especially. But he's score. He's he's going to be scoring goals for fun this season. I think he's probably going to bag at least fifteen goals and fifteen assists. He's yeah, going to yeah. be setting up. He's going to be setting up Harry Kane. Going to be yeah. He's just going to help Spurs push up the table. It's going to really pressurise. Uh, Chelsea, Man City, Arsenal. So yeah, you never know. Pro- yeah, but definitely Deli Ali, I think. Yeah. I think it's Fair fantastic enough. that um, um, you know, all all three of you, none of you said Harry Kane. Bring in mind, he scored two golden, uh, got the golden boot two seasons in a row now. It just shows you how much quality Spurs have throughout the starting eleven. Yeah. I think he's yeah. the, he's almost the star boy that gets all the credit. Whereas I think. We we probably don't have the best players in the league, but we're the best team. I th- I think starting eleven best best team. In the yeah, we have the and that from yeah. a completely unbiased view. I yeah. think that every single position comes together to make such a well-oiled unit that can just once we get in the flow of it, we'll just destroy a team. It's just a joy. And to we watch. saw that at the end of last season. Yeah, yeah. We were scoring goals for fun. We were scoring good goals which I also enjoyed, like Son would get on the end of a ball and score a volley or something. And I want him to return to fitness as soon as possible because I think he's not a bench player. No, not at all. And he, he definitely should be recognised as like one of our main players now. A fantastic season for him last season. The next question is league finish. Uh, where do you it guys was. think we're going to be finishing in the league? Personally, um, I think the aim for this season should be challenge for top four. Um just get us through Wembley. Just get us, get us to that new stadium. Let us have Champions League football. Keep all the players together, and just treat this as a transitional season. I think I really don't think we can push the title this year. No, um, I agree. Just, I just think Wembley is going to be very difficult for us. I don't think, I don't think it's going to, you know, cost us Champions League. But I do think it's going to just be that little bit harder. Um, In my opinion, I have yeah. a very versatile prediction. for where we'd finish because at this stage I am certain that if nothing changes we will get fifth Yeah, because I think Arsenal, Chelsea Man United and Man City are all better than us at this stage they're teams and they will will be chasing them up until the last the last doors but I think if we make two or three solid signings in the positions that we're lacking so, say if the Toby Alderweireld's do get injured, we've got that Sanchez guy to bring in. Yeah. Which isn't a weakness or a downgrade, but if anything, it's just yeah. a direct replacement. Yeah, it's just another player. I reckon, I reckon we could push as much as third if we get the transfers we need. Yeah. 
which I think would be good with yeah. how much the other teams have improved. Louis, what are you thinking for uh, Spurs this season in the league? Um, it's a tough one, really, because I think the tra- this season's uh, transfer. Um, I, th- I oh, it's kind of it's quite a hard one to be honest. <laughs> it's uh, really difficult. Yeah. Um, I don't know because Manchester United, I reckon, like have just been awoken. You know, just they're they're going to be a huge power in the Premier League again, and I think they're probably going to be at the same level as Spurs, maybe at their best. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm thinking probably second or third again. Give it a couple of years, I reckon Spurs will finally win win the Premier League. I really, I do think we can. If we just keep pushing, if we keep having Champions League, we'll get there in the end. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I do, I, like I said before, I just do think this is a matter of time before we do get. Yeah, I really, I really hope so. I would love to say that I've seen Spurs win the title in, in my lifetime. Um, so, lastly on the agenda, Champions League. Obviously, last yeah. season was pretty di- diabolical. Um, Champions League campaign. Went out in the group stages. Only managed to beat uh, CSK Moscow. God. Um... Then we went to the Europa League and lost to uh, Ghent. You know, Europe was pretty shambolic. Um, you know, Posh didn't, Posh didn't even play the first team for the games. No, I, I didn't personally understand that because if you think about it, he was obviously resting players for the Premier League. And in a roundabout way, he's resting players to try and get back into the Champions League, even though we were in the Champions League. Yeah, it's just... Which seems like, take your chance whilst you're there. This is the biggest trophy, if you were to ever challenge for it, that you'd get the most recognition for. I'd much prefer us to win the Prem than the Champions League, but with how we played, we didn't look a shadow of ourselves in the Prem. We seemed scared and daunted by Wembley, and I think next week will really show if we can adjust. Because although... With the point that one game doesn't make that much of a difference. If we truly look weak against Chelsea, I reckon that could be a forecast for how Spurs play under the pressure of Wembley. Yeah. Obviously, Chelsea will be a, a big game. I think I think one of the real uh, one of the real ways to tell if we're going to be doing well this season is Burnley. Uh, they're our next home game after Chelsea. Because, you know, Chelsea, the fans will be behind you. It's a big London derby, our main rivals in the Premier League. Um, I think the atmosphere will be good inside Wembley, but when you play in a team like Burnley, it's going to be hard to motivate. It's going to be hard to get that feeling of a, of a Premier League game inside Wembley. So, uh, where do you think we're actually going to do in the Champions League? Yeah. Year, Matt, do you think we'll progress through the group stage, round 16, quarters? What are you thinking? Um, I'm going to be ambitious and say Poch does bring in some players that will help deepen our squad, and I, I think round of 16 will be as far as we go. Yeah. Which will be obviously an improvement, but if we were to go round of sixteen and make it back into the Champions League, I'd be happy with that. But if that is the challenge and then yeah. we don't make Champions League, I think that that's a weak performance on our part. Yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely think we could get to the quarters if we played our, our first team every game. I think we could get to the if we were lucky with the draws. I think yeah, we could the yeah. Because the idea of resting players. Just blows my mind. If they're getting paid, you know, triple figures, 
triple figure thousands a week. You know, it's just they should be playing at least twice, really. Yeah. Um, like a game away at CSKA Moscow shouldn't really tire them out. Uh, especially when you're especially with, especially, yeah, especially, yeah, and and with Spurs' um, <laughs> uh, training facilities, you know, they're, they're top quality, so they should be able to maintain their fitness and yeah. all that, but I don't know, see. Okay, so just before we end up, uh, we've got a, a listener question. Uh, so if you ever have a listener question that you'd like to ask on the podcast and to be featured then just uh, DM me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at tottenham.fanpage. Uh, so if you have any questions, please do DM them to me. But the question for this week is from Spurs underscore religion. And his question is, do you agree that more money needs to be put into our players' salaries? For example, Alderweireld is only on 50k a week and Rose on 30k a week. And they are the two best defenders in the league. Uh, which is a good question. Thank you so much. Uh, so, do you think more money needs to be put into the salaries instead of maybe investing in transfers? Personally, um, I think Alan Shearer said it the other day. You know, why do why do players deserve more money? You know, Danny Rose has come out in the uh, press and, and said that he thinks he deserves more money. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't won anything. You know. Yeah. <laughs> when he starts winning. He's been when... injured as well. Exactly. Yeah. So he has no injured. performances to go off of. Exactly. You've been injured for six months. The spur- uh, the club has been keeping you. You know, been paying for your bills. Been keeping you awake. You've done nothing. You've won nothing, and then you ask for more money. What makes what does what makes what makes you think that you're good enough to go somewhere else and win if you can't win at Spurs? You have, you've got the team to win, so you're the only one. You can make the difference, you know? Um, yeah. But obviously, I do think we should be putting more money into the salary. Which, um, because it's just, if we lost Ali, if we lost Kane, we just wouldn't be able to recover. It would just be impossible. And all I think certain players, certain players yeah. like Alderweireld, who week in, week out, is a key player to our success. If If he, I don't think he should need to ask for it. Because I, I reckon ne- there'll be a necessary boost for how well mm. he's playing in correspondence to how much other players in the Premier League get play, uh, get paid. Because I'm sure we're not lacking money exactly. to give our players wages. You know, people like West Brom are playing their players more than we pay pay Danny Rose. It's just yeah, so <laughs> I, I do agree that we need to be putting more money into it. It's just stingy rather than a necessity, yeah. I think. If anything, I think it sounds arrogant from Danny Rose to ask for more, because I think if he if he came up, and I believe whilst he's been out, Ben Davis has almost been better than him. Yeah, he's been so, fantastic. To be honest. So if anything, he'd be a, he'd be a second choice left back, <laughs> which makes which makes me think yeah. there's no need to improve your wages. But at his prime, Danny Rose was was really good. So I think. Yes, you should improve it, but don't like not a vast amount. Just maybe to the fifty thousands. There's just like like out of viral is. He deserves yeah. more money, but I feel like he should have gone and spoken to Poch or Daniel Levy like personally instead of going to the Sun and putting it in the papers. Yeah. There's just no need for that, and it's just disrespected the club and his teammates and everyone involved. I think. Okay, so uh, thank you very much for listening. I think that's the end of the podcast there. Thank you, Louis. Thank you, Tom. And thank you, Matt, for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having us. 
Uh, if, you, if you'd like your question to be featured on next week's podcast, please do drop me a DM or uh, drop me a comment on my Instagram, at Tottenham.fanpage. Uh, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube, uh, look for There's Only One Tottenham, or you can listen to us on iTunes, There's Only One Tottenham. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week, and please do tell a friend. Thanks, bye. Goodbye. <laughs>